Hey, what up Long Beach? Welcome back to the one and only Long Beach State Athletics Podcast featuring the one and only athletics director, Andy Fee. It is the LB Fee Show hosted as always by the 562.org, which is myself, JJ Fiddler, and to my right. Mike Garabasio, thanks for joining us. It shows out every two weeks. We will be joined later on by Gavin Arroyo and a couple of his water polo players here at Long Beach State. They made some great history this year. It's a commemorative edition of the LB Fee Show. I like the, I like the commemorative edition. It's always more fun to talk to somebody right after they did something cool. But uh, first of all, obviously, welcome to the show. Uh, Andy, thanks for having us. Gentlemen, how's your day going? We're doing well. Why are you a man do- living in a suitcase we're right do- now? We're, do- we're, do- we're doing better than you and producer Roger, who I think are a combined an hour and a half off of an airplane or something walking into the podcast today <laughs> yep yep wheels down and right into the uh the pit the pit of uh sports discussion but it's good it's good to be home but uh as you kind of mentioned uh i was up with our men's water polo team as they competed up at palo alto but uh further i serve on the uh the ncaa national uh national men's water polo committee so i have duties outside of just rooting our team on uh in terms of the event and uh staying all the way through the championship now you saw a championship this weekend less than a few months from now you will be hosting a championship here men's volleyball final four coming to walter pyramid when you're going to events like that are you watching them as like a okay this is a good idea we should do this or that doesn't really seem like it works so we don't do want to do that are better than cake yeah. that kind of a thing for sure uh, you know Comparing food, I'll, give you, I'll be honest with you. You know, what kind of snacks did we have for the committee? As I sat there and complained about Stanford not having enough food with a huge budget. But well, they don't have Naples Rib Company up there, so they're, they're screwed. I thought about I thought about Dave Ursini and Naples Rib, uh, you know, because I knew uh, he'd be taking care of us. But, yeah, definitely, uh, as, as part of the duties, we actually have uh, an annual meeting that's it's tacked on to the, uh, to the event as well. So... Within that meeting, um, we talked uh, yesterday, Sunday morning, about the event and what were our initial thoughts. Obviously, the championship game hadn't been played yet, but uh, the preliminary rounds and semifinals. So, yeah, you definitely look at it. You think about what what you could do better. um, And then comparatively, um, you know, I'm looking at the participant manual for men's water polo. And then I'm also, at the same time we're sitting in this meeting, I'm pulling up the participant manual from... Uh, the UCLA, when we beat UCLA uh, in May. And I'm comparing those and thinking oh, about the one that we are going to host in May of 2019. And I'm looking at them going, well, I wonder what we could do better here in terms of, I mean, just some really probably boring things to fans, but, you know, what? how do we have the banquet? You know, all the championships have a, a pre-event banquet. Bruce where all McCray the teams... has been talking about that banquet since, I think, literally the night of the banquet at UCLA. Yes. No, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. And, uh, you know, Bruce Double D is going to make sure that uh, that we have the best. And, and that's what I think the focus is for me is, and this is uh, no disrespect to Stanford or UCLA who put on great events, but for us, this is a real opportunity to do something really special. So when we talk about you know, the banquet or, you know, the snacks or whatever we're doing. I want this, um, and I know this is the same for President Conley and everybody else else in our campus, to show off who we are because we are a very special place. Um, So you mentioned that you're on the committee. What do those duties entail at the actual event? Do you have to, like, put the goals out, you know, before the (laughs) games? I mean, what what does the committee do at the event? So it's a pretty – pretty mundane 
in, in terms of actual duties. So uh, there, there's a roster of folks on the committee. There, there's five of us. Uh, John Vargas, who's the head coach at Stanford, represents the FBS division in the West. Uh, Teddy Minnis, who's the head coach at Harvard, represents FCS Eastern Region. Uh, I represent Division I West Region as the athletic director. Matt Kalish, uh, who's an associate AD at Pepperdine, is a West Region at large. And then finally, Matt Anderson, who's the head coach at Connecticut, Connecticut College, who's the East Region uh, representative. So the five of us are there as a games committee. Uh, so we work with the host institution one to make sure that the event goes off without a hitch. You know, are they set for a banquet? Are they, you know, do we have enough uh, locker rooms set aside? All those things that we coordinate. And then should a protest come up or something of that nature during a match, uh, we as a committee make decisions. So if someone wants to protest a call, we huddle up, make a decision, and then announce it. So we didn't have we didn't have that opportunity. That's good. I imagine that's not a duty yeah. anyone wanted to. Yeah, record. we don't want we don't want that. We don't want. That. I'm surprised though, because underwater judo usually leads to some sort of confusion. And and I think the the probably the most uh, drama of uh, of serving on a committee like this is choosing the referees, choosing the officials, which is what the committee does. So you get lobbied throughout the year, um, you know, when I'm at a match here at home, or even if I go to an away match, whether it's at SC or UCLA, I'll have Adam from UCLA come up to me or Gavin will, you know, hey, you know, this, these are our feelings on the officials uh, because it's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you get to, they're all a big deal, but when you get to the, the final match, I mean, these coaches are looking for every advantage and possibility so well, you can imagine i mean we've covered just being long beach sports writers last decade a ton of olympic volleyball and even got to cover a tournament in person in london in 2012 and the official selection is for water polo might be the most controversial behind doors uh thing at the olympics and in fact like there was, I remember, like a Ukrainian ref got put on the 2016 games, and it was like a shockwave through water polo Twitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, oh, they're letting a Ukrainian into the Olympic Games. So for, that's for sure a huge part of that sport at all levels. Well, welcome back. It's good to have you. Uh, I hope it went well. I hope you don't have to do too much more traveling here with the uh, holiday season coming up. Um, but we do have games coming up here uh, on campus this weekend at Walter Pyramid. Both basketball teams going to be in action Wednesday night men's basketball taking on southern utah and then on saturday they're going to travel up to fresno state while the women's team hosts two games at walter pyramid thursday against san diego and sunday against arizona at 1 p.m obviously all of your ticketing needs for long beach state are available at the box office 562-985-4949 and you can get your at men's volleyball final four tickets i believe you can already reserve is That's, that correct that is correct so we uh we want to make sure and i think we've talked about this a little earlier people ask me well are we going to add seats we're going to add seats and i want to add seats but i want to sell out yeah yeah uh, the existing four thousand seats <laughs> you're Let's not gonna you, you're not gonna add seats if you don't sell out the seats which that we've already got. i urge people <laughs> listening because they may think oh four thousand or forty two hundred seats well that's not actually what will go up for sale because the, the NCAA requires that we hold seats for institutions. Mm. So if a UCLA is here, an SC or Stanford, 
you know, those folks are going to want those tickets and more. So it's a little bit like the baseball regional uh, and super regional where it sounds like a lot of tickets, but when you start subtracting out, there's probably a thousand tickets that we have to pull out to hold. Now, at some point, they could become available, but we don't have Poly Pavilion like UCLA did, right. where you know they're probably not going to sell that event out. So, you know, I know it sounds funny, but I would I would urge people one to purchase their season ticket, and by purchasing their season ticket, be able to purchase their ticket to uh, the championship. Well, do the math. Seven thousand last year in that yes. building. It's more than four, guys. <laughs> well, and if you're listen, and if you're looking at the field, a Long Beach State UCLA national championship rematch is not the most outlandish possibility. Yes. I would just say that. So yes, get your tickets now. Be sure to get season tickets as well. I'm gonna say in my ten years covering the school, I cannot remember a more highly anticipated season than this men's volleyball team coming up that's got two national players of the year on it coming off a national championship season where they only had one loss and they have five All-Americans returning. Uh, so you for sure want to get in on your season tickets for that by calling 562-985-4949 and come see us at the national championship. We're our, I literally put that on my calendar the day we confirmed it when it was happening last year. We're, we're already fired up. Okay, so as we bring in uh, Andy, thanks for uh, being on the show. We're going to have you join us again in a minute. Uh, as we bring on Gavin Arroyo and the rest of our guests, I want to remind Long Beach State fans about the 562.org and all the coverage we're providing for the university. We've got a daily newsletter. We've got highlight videos, previews, recaps, photos, live Twitter updates, and we'll also talk to you. Do you want to be able to ask questions to sports writers covering your favorite teams? Go ahead and do that on our Twitter at 562sports or Instagram or anywhere else that you want to find us. Our guests... The champs are in the building, GCC champions, fresh off their appearance in the NCAA tournament. First, we're going to bring on Coach Gavin Arroyo in his 13th year here at Long Beach State. Another winning record for you, Coach. Seven of the last eight seasons you guys have had a winning record. But more importantly, you made history this year. So first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much, JJ. Yeah. Um, uh, history, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess in terms... History! <laughs> history, yeah. None of these kids were born the last time Long Beach State was in the NCAA right. tournament. So that's history to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, it says 1991, and I was thinking, well, I won in 1991 right. as a player. So, like, what's Sorry, the, Coach. I hate yeah, to break The Grays are coming. part of history, but at least yeah. you got both sides of the history. Yeah. That's good. But, you know, <laughs> you know, the structure changed. Um, you know, our 2014 team that... When we won here, uh, well, we didn't. We lost in the finals at Stanford, but you know that 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 structure was super difficult in terms of yeah. getting to the NC2A. But I think that team was. Don't overlook that 2014 team because they were pretty remarkable. No Nothing doubt. to take away for you guys, um, but they did. You know, our guys did amazing things. Breaking this news: year, sure. Gavin yeah. Arroyo thinks this year's Long Beach State men's water polo team super overrated. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. Well, in, in, ter in terms of that, coach, we I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Are, are you surprised? at the success that this team was able to have and kind of the way that they turned it on and played their best water polo when they needed to at the end of the year? Uh, I'm not surprised. It just it just seems like, you know, during the season, early on in the season, we really couldn't get out of our own way. Um, and I think it just had reached a point, and I'm, of course I'm speaking um, for them, but I think it just reached a point where, you know, what what the heck are we worried about? Like, let's, let's just play and, and just relax a little bit and don't be so tight. And I think that finally happened, you know, the last – uh, three three weeks for a month of the season starting up at, at UOP. So I think we just kind of focus more on competing instead of you know worrying about results. 
Are you happy to see? I mean, we were talking about this a little bit off air, but things sort of broke your guys' way. I mean, you know, it was obviously an unfortunate uh, situation that led to you guys hosting the the tournament, Correct. conference tournament. But that obviously helps you guys, right? I mean, and a lot of things broke your guys' way late in the season. Um, how happy were you for this team, especially with you know a lot of the young stars that you've got um, having things sort of go their way in a sport where you know we, we were talking about it off air, like. It's Long Beach State, it's some mid-majors, and then it's a lot of real powerhouse, big athletic programs. So, like, you know, some organizing bodies aren't necessarily inclined to have the breaks go your Long Beach State way, you know? Well, our, our, when those circumstances happened, our administration was not a mid-major administration. They were big time by stepping up um, to get us to host. And then not only that, but they had put in the bid for us to host the playing game without my knowledge. I mean, there's, they're 10 steps ahead of me. Um, securing those things and you know home court advantage can be a funny thing I mean early in the season I think it hurt us more than helped us uh, I, I think there's just too much pressure on our guys I mean, we played well against the uh, UCLA at home um, you know and then we you know thought we'd have a good run at Pepperdine but th that home court didn't help us then I don't mm -hmm. think I mean you guys can tell me but um, eventually like I said it, it from a mental standpoint it just matured enough in their brains to where you know what we are at home and and Damn it, we, we, we deserve to protect our home. So, You know, you got a bunch of kids on this team who have some great stories, but I think one of the best stories is your sophomore goalkeeper, a walk-on, Marwin Darwish, who ends up winning the MVP award for the conference tournament Correct. from Egypt. Not Correct. like water polo in Egypt is a huge deal, but I just think that's really interesting that he comes over, he just shows up on the pool deck, you gave him a shot, mm -hmm. and, now he, and now here he is as your, as your featured goalkeeper. Yeah, you know, he... Uh... You know, he I can't I can't say enough about how he stepped up, um, and it was definitely a process for the guys. You know, starting out and even in the summer and early on in the season, I think he was just really trying to figure out his way of being the starter and what that means, what, what comes with all that pressure. And he, uh, I mean, if you had told me at the beginning of the season that you know Marwan Darwish is going to be Player of the Year, I would have said you know you were lying. I, I tell him this too, so I'm not talking about his back. <laughs> They say, uh oh, what if he walks he's in right behind you right yeah. now for sure? But he I, I can't say enough about how he stepped up and he, he won he won that term. Not saying the guys didn't play well and everyone contributed, but it's funny how sometimes in these situations the least expected steps up. And yeah, yeah and you can't underestimate how difficult it is to adjust to living in a brand new country while also trying to learn to play with brand new people. And and he still was able to do that and improve, which is incredible. Yeah, I mean he's been he's been with us, um, and there's always a you know an assimilation uh, period mm -hmm. with, with with foreigners from any country. I mean they're 18 and they're and they're all of a sudden you know having to cook their own food and yeah. do their own laundry and that kind of stuff, and let alone speak English. So um, no, he he's. He, he came around. <laughs> well, we're excited to uh, to talk to the guys that you brought today, but I yes. did want to ask you a little bit about Garrett Zahn before we get to uh, that next segment. Um, this is a guy that you, in your interview with JJ, compared to TJ DeFalco on the men's volleyball team in terms Correct. of being kind of like a game-changing recruit. TJ was National Player of the Year a couple of years ago. That's not a bad guy to get compared to. Right. But um, talk, talk about what that meant to get a player like Garrett in and you know how big he was for you guys down the stretch. Uh, you know, through the – recruiting process it was always one of those okay well when is the Pac-12 going to come swoop him up when's the Pac-12 going to come swoop him up and you know his, his dad's a fireman and um, you know I think we have a great tradition of police fire um, teaching you know background and you know if you know what you want to do if you want to get into the fire department or if you want to be a teacher you need to come to Long Beach State or, or State 
uh, institution because mm -hmm. it's, it's the easiest, most streamlined track to those those positions. We do always say that the annual police versus fire uh, water polo game down in the bay. It's high is level. Like, it is. It it's is, high <laughs> level. <laughs> it is not it's a no backyard joke. pickup game. No, for sure. no. There's a couple Olympians out there <laughs> <Yeah>. for sure. <laughs> um, you know, so. You know, his dad and Garrett, they felt like this was the right place for him, and, and I, I think it has been for him. Mm -hmm. I think he's real comfortable, and, um, you know, we're, we're hoping that a lot of some other kids come along and, and see that instead of just, well, I'm going to go to the Pac-12 and get a T-shirt, and I can, get yeah. to, I can get to go to football games. So. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, he's like a Marcellus Wiley. You know who Marcellus Wiley is, an old defensive back, or excuse me, defensive end in the NFL. He's on the radio now. And his nickname was Dat Dude because uh -huh. anytime he played, everyone in the crowd would be, "Who's that guy? Who's that dude?" <laughs> that I feel like dude. Zon's a Dat Dude kind of guy because yeah. you, if you, even if you don't know water polo and you just show up, he's gonna be one of the first ones to stand out. You're like, "Who's that guy?" <laughs> yeah, you no. Know, every coach had been coming up to me and congratulating me on <laughs> on that, and I was like, "Hey, you Pac-12, you guys get like five and six of these types of players a year, so we can have one." So. Well, uh, well, you've got two more players right to yes. the left there. Uh, you brought the brothers, Chandler and Troy. So, boys, welcome. Thanks for coming, Coach. Thanks for letting them take some time out to yeah. come on the show. No problem. Um, Thank you, guys. Fellas, congratulations on, on, uh, on the season and the way it ended. Obviously, I mean, what's it like to show up to the place where you practice every day and all of a sudden there's like an NCAA tournament banner hanging on the wall? That's got to be pretty cool. Well, first off, thank you for having us. Uh, it's just a surreal moment, and let's try to. It's our last season playing together, so every day just walking to the pool deck, seeing everything, all the banners up, just trying to take in the moment and realize just we got to be proud of what we're doing, right. proud of what we're accomplishing. Um, how excited is the family? You know, of you guys to be uh, triplets. Obviously, if you guys get to go and make history, um, how cool is that? I mean, you know, your parents just hanging all over you. You take a million photos. Or what was that experience like from the family side of things? It was amazing. Um, obviously, being triplets, uh, water polo has really stuck home for us, and it's been a crucial part of how we interact and everything. And um, it was just an amazing experience to win conference championships at home. It just felt like are second you guys, nature. Are you guys competitive out of the pool with each other? Or are you? Oh, yeah. No, all aspects totally. of life. In every <laughs> single way you can imagine. What's the stupidest competition you guys have among the triplets? Even today, we're wearing the same things, and we always get <laughs> yeah. mad at each other when we show up, walking out of each other's rooms, wearing the, wearing the same yeah. stuff on our back. That, so. that was that was Chandler first and Troy second, in case you were confused. We're confused, yeah, too, sorry. because they're wearing <laughs> the same thing. Well, they're sitting in alphabetical order, which is nice. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, you know, th this team, obviously, like we said, finish the, finishing the season very strong, finishing the season playing your best. What type of personality does this group have? Are you guys underdogs, chip-on-the-shoulder type guys? Chip on our shoulder was definitely some personality that our team identified as just throughout the season. It took us a little while to get the ball rolling. Like you guys were talking about Garrett Zahn a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. And he's just an amazing player. And it took even took him like a little bit to get rolling and just everyone just get the full chemistry together. Yeah. And uh, as soon as we got that kind of in a good direction, mm -hmm. like in o late October, November, that's when our win – we went on that huge win streak. So it was a season full of highs and lows for sure. Um, but once we, once Gavin, going off of what Gavin said, once we got past that mental block, you know, mm -hmm. it was we were able to go on a huge winning streak, and we were able to accomplish history, obviously. And it was great to end on a really high note, winning conference championships, which yeah. is 
has, amazing in its own right. Has the history side of it sunk in for you guys? We were joking with Gavin that, you know, obviously you guys weren't alive the last time that, you know, a mm-hmm. team at Long Beach State did what you did. So have you been able to take a moment and kind of reflect on that? Or is it going to be a little bit before it sinks in? Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit before that fully sinks in. Even when we won conference, it was just like – I wasn't really capturing that full moment, and you're like, a, okay, what time we yeah. gotta practice tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. Because we still have, we still had another job to do. So um, it's been a few days since the season has ended, and I've kind of been taking some time to reflect on that. And it's just, I still have an amazing feeling, and super proud of what we did. So Mike and I always talk about the sports that should be more popular but aren't, and the two leading are volleyball and water polo. We just don't understand why more people don't show up to those. Sports. I've never. I, if, if someone right. comes, if someone comes and stays with us, and we're we're working, and they come to us, come with us to either water polo or volleyball, they're always like, "Why is this sport not on television all the time?" You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you think would need to happen for water polo to become like a football or basketball? I, I always say it's cameras under the water. Yes. Because people don't necessarily like. That's what people love in the Olympics. You get to see really how right. much is actually happening. What do you guys think would need to happen to kind of catapult your sport to the next level? I just think obviously more marketing and coverage would definitely help it for sure, mm-hmm. speaking in its own right. But um, I just think more s- awareness from a social aspect, um, because not a lot of people understand every single rule about water polo because it can be confusing in its own way. You know, right? Um, I just think that if we like broaden the spectrum a little bit, mm-hmm. especially like the city of Long Beach, and if we market to those people that don't know mm-hmm. that much about it, um, we can actually pull a lot more people to come support our water polo and volleyball teams next yeah. year. So. And it's mainly just a West Coast sport, so I think if we broaden that on a national level more, I mean, it's getting more popular in states like Texas and Florida and like Massachusetts. But It's very weird for me to see guys on the Olympic team who are from Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> like when I was growing up, it was like, you know, I did not know that there were pools in Nebraska, right? I mean, it was all West Coast. And it, I, I agree with you. It is good to see it spreading, mm-hmm. and hopefully that helps since the, the people who make all the big media decisions all live on the East Coast. So. Right. And like, yeah. you said, like you said before, like the Olympics, it, it gets a lot of attention because it's always on NBC every right. day. And I introduce people to the sport. Like I invite people who have never seen water polo out to our games, and they come up to me after the game. They're like, wow, that was so exciting. Like, can't believe I don't watch this more often. Yeah. So. Yeah, we hear that too often. Yeah. So the holidays are coming up. Does the uh, does House Kaltenbach have any holiday traditions that you guys are looking forward to? Maybe a big meal, or you guys go traveling, or anything like that? Lately, we do Sunday night dinners with the fam. Oh, We've nice. been doing that the last couple weekends, and we're gonna go out and pick a tree and decorate it. Who gets uh, to put the star on top? Uh, <laughs> our little sister and little sister. Oh, nice. yes. That's good. Oh, wow. Yeah. You guys are really winning hearts and minds right now. <laughs> well played. Before we get you out of here, we do this with pretty much everybody who comes on the show. We do a recommendation, something LB Nation needs to be checking out, something you guys think that uh, that will help people enjoy this holiday season a little bit more. So any recommendation that you can think of, movie, TV show, artist or something? Um, if you're looking for a binge-worthy show on Netflix, I'm a huge fan of Daredevil. Yes. 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 My wife and I just watched it third season. You saw it enjoy got canceled? It. Yeah, enjoy yeah, it while it lasts. I was disappointed while it <laughs> got canceled. Heartbroken yeah. it got canceled. No, great point. The fighting in Daredevil is revolutionary. Yes. Awesome. I think the fighting I, in Daredevil I should be the fighting in every movie. All the, all the camera angles and everything like that. that yeah. Yeah. yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, Chandler, how about you? 
You know, I just keep watching Elf every year. So. Yes. <laughs> That's what yeah, I you guys up to We're going to come over to your house for like a holiday yeah. documentary. Just, <laughs> my family just watched Elf yesterday too. It's awesome. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, uh, happy holidays to you, your family. Again, congratulations on everything. Thank you, Coach, for having them on the show. Um, best of luck with whatever you guys are doing in the future. And obviously, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Thank you Appreciate guys. it. Thanks for having us on. I'm going to bring back Andy Fee. Andy, it's so cool to have champs walking around the buildings here on campus. Uh, that water polo season just really, really special. Um, and we're expecting more special seasons here at Long Beach State coming up. Um, so congratulations to you for helping make that happen for them to be able to host that uh, that GCC tournament. Because I know we, you and I talked about it. It was a very quick turnaround where you had to kind of figure out in less than 48 hours a way to host a full tournament. Yeah, it's awesome, and uh, as you just said, credit goes to the coaches and student-athletes. You know, as administration staff, we want to support them and give them a foundation that they can go do great things, and uh, that team definitely did it. Yeah, I mean, to say the absolute least, but I, I, I do genuinely, as a, as a writer, I appreciate the support that this school has had uh, in recent years for your volleyballs and, you know, laying out to host the Final Four that we mentioned at the beginning of the show, to host this water polo tournament. I love that because to me, I've always said from a writer's perspective, this is a volleyball school that also has a great basketball and baseball program, you know, Definitely. but like the national championships are in volleyball. So many of the great Olympians that we've covered are, and I think your guys' support of those programs, uh, which can be a little bit off the beaten path to your casual sports fans. I think that's one of the things that makes this place special. So before we get out of here, as we do each and every other week, recommendation. What should LB Nation be checking out this week, Andy? Maybe uh, something to do with the holidays? Happy holidays? Well, coming up, uh, not this week, but uh, certainly the week after is uh, Rancho Los Alamitos. And, uh, you know, three days, I think 12th, 13th, 14th. You can get up there. It's in the afternoon. Got to make a reservation, which already may be gone. I don't know. But if you haven't done that, definitely put it on your calendar. Andy's a real Long Beach guy now. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Success. That's a, yeah, that's a real Long Beach recommendation. I love that. Mike, what do you got? Uh, this may not be the correct tar- – the, this podcast may not be the correct target audience for this, but I've been listening to the new uh, Meek Mill album pretty much nonstop since it came out. It's called Championships, and it's awesome. Uh, yeah, I concur. Um, mine is – so the new season of uh, True Detective is coming out on yes. HBO, the third season. When is it coming out? It's in January, yeah. early January. Oh, I didn't realize it was that close. That's awesome. So I went back and I've started watching the first season. <laughs> it's the best decision I've made you in quite some time. As, you wanted yeah. to be as depressed as possible? I just wanted <laughs> – That is dark. That experience, it's pretty heavy. That experience of watching that show is one of the most enjoyable television watching experiences I've ever had because every second is another opportunity to guess what's happening because you don't really know. Everything's kind of clouded and, and a little different, and I just wanted to get that feel before watching the third well, season because I heard from some people that I respect very much that the third season is very, very good. I think the other thing about it is you and I and all of our friends were watching that show on the Sundays that it was coming out. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it's very rare, I feel like, in, two, in, the, in the 2000s to have that experience of everyone's watching the same thing and the, talking about it the, the next The unbingeable day. shows yeah. are few and far between. Right, so it's nice to get a hold of one of those every now and then. Absolutely. Uh, do you have a recommendation? Hit us up online, like we said. We interact on Twitter and Facebook and stuff. So join the conversation about Long Beach State Athletics here at the LB Fee Show. Andy, thank you so much for having us. Producer Roger, thanks so much for setting this thing up. Everybody else out there involved with 562.org and, of course, here at Long Beach State, thank you. We will see you guys in the stands this weekend. Take care.